Hi, I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, and I want to take this time to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to a life-changing word from God. And I pray that as you listen to these podcasts, that it will shape your way of thinking and that you will be walking in the fullness of what God has for you. Be blessed. Can we give God some praise in here this morning? He has placed something valuable in you. Just tap into it today. He's, if he's wanting you to learn patience, learn it. If he's wanting you to learn how to endure, learn it. Because I'm telling you, it's going to carry on. It's going to carry on way past this. And there's going to come a time where you're going to be thankful. Lord, thank you for making me learn that. Thank you for making me learn how to be thankful and how to have joy even in the midst of trouble. That way, when trouble comes again, and it will, it can't take you joy this time. Woo! It can't take your patience this time. It can't take your thankfulness this time. Philippians 4, 6, it says, be careful for nothing. Many translations says, be anxious for nothing. Are you anxious? But in everything by prayer and supplication with... Say it with me, with what? Oh, I'm offering up prayers and supplications. I've been crying over this thing. Well, have you been thankful over this thing? No, not really. Okay, we'll get the third one. Prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. Does God care about what you want? Yes. I know you heard in church probably all your life that God could care less what you want. Just do what He said. Right? That's not the case. This is a partnership. This is a relationship, right? You, we are becoming one with Christ. So that means, guess what? What's important to me becomes important to Him. And vice versa. We cannot say we love God when we don't give the things of God the time of day. No, if we love God, what's important to Him becomes important to us. That's relationship. So it says, in, don't be anxious for nothing. Right? Watch this. When you're trying to spin out, this is the part where I want to deal with, I want you to get that picture back in your head. You're stuck in the mud, right? You're trying everything you can do to get out. Oh, I, I, Lord, if you just get me out of this. How many has ever said a prayer like that? Lord, if you just get me out of this, I promise I'll go to church every service. Oh, if you just, go, if you just get me out of this, I, I promise I'll, I'll never do anything bad again. You lying like a dog. We're just trying to get out. We don't care why we got there. We're just trying to get out. But see, God, in His lovingness and kindness and mercy... He doesn't want to just get you out. He wants you to learn how to stay out. He wants you to learn what got you there. Amen? I thank God. Watch this. I thank God that He is a God that will deliver you out of trouble. But there are times, ladies and gentlemen, He'll say, I'll let you go through the trouble a little while longer so you can learn why you got there. Some of you are like, I did not come this morning for this. But listen to me. We want to learn why we got there. I want to learn what's keeping me from the presence of God. 
why did I come to a place where I'm spinning, 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 and I can't get out? Because I was cruising, right? I was rolling right along. Take the time. If you're in the midst of trouble right now, take your time. If you're in the midst of chaos right now in your life that maybe something came and you didn't see it coming, just like you were cruising, you didn't see that, that mud pit coming, but here it is. Take time. Say, God, what can I learn from this? You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't see me sick very often. Very often, I mean, very few times do you see me sick. But when I get sick, you know what I say? I don't say, Lord, I just know you teach me something. No, 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 no. You know what I say? I say, Lord, why did this happen? See, you ought to get to a place where you don't expect sickness to come. Somebody say, praise the Lord. You ought to expect it not to come. So when it does come, I begin to question. I say, God, why did this come? Because I'm not supposed to be sick. Why did this happen? And God will show me. Because you see, ladies and gentlemen, I've learned that if I'm going to be anything in God, if you're going to go anywhere in the kingdom of God, God wants you to be a great learner. He devoted an entire book on wisdom and knowledge. It's called Proverbs. You ought to read it. It's phenomenal. It's one of the greatest books of the Bible. Why? Because there's so much wisdom. He talks about how wisdom will save your life. He talks about how knowledge will keep you. Wisdom and knowledge will keep you from troubles in life. Amen. I thank God that He's a God that delivers out of trouble. But you know what? I thank Him even more that He'll teach you how to not even get in the trouble in the first place. Somebody say amen on that. That's what I want. Lord, teach me how to not get in the pit to begin with. I, I thank you, Lord, that you'll, you'll bring me out of it. But Lord, teach me how to, get out, how to stay out, right? This is what I want you to do. And how do you do that? You do that by being thankful with where you are. Again, we're not so consumed by what God's going to do that we're not realizing what God is doing right now. Because write this down. Where you are today determines where you're going. I know you heard something different on that. You probably heard something like, where I am right now doesn't define me. Right? Where I am right now, it's not determining where I'm going. Yes, it is. If you're right now where you are, got bitterness, and you've got an attitude, and you're frustrated and this and that, don't think for one second that that's not going to affect where you're going in life. Learn. Turn to your neighbor and say, learn. When you first read Proverbs, the very first two chapters, it's telling you very sternly, learn. Have wisdom. Take heed to my word. Listen to what I'm saying. Where you are right now determines where you're going. So you need to be paying attention to what's going on right now. God, what do you want me to learn right now? I know what you got prepared for me, but what are you showing me right now? Because I guarantee you what he's showing you right now is preparing you for the later. What He's showing you right now is preparing you to handle what He's promised you. So you very, listen, so you need to be paying very well attention to what's going on around you right now. 
and pay attention to the process that God has for you. That's why he says, don't be anxious. Is it possible to come to a place where you and I cannot be anxious on the promises of God? Yes, but it's not easy. It's not easy, but it's doable. Amen? Colossians 2.7 It says, Be rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with what? Say it one more time. You'll find, watch this, when you have the spirit of thanksgiving about you, you will find that you will begin to have peace and joy come up out of you that you didn't think was possible. You will find that that joy will start to come back. You will find that that hunger and that thirst for God and the things of God will begin to return to you when you all, nothing else, but just be thankful. Oh, Lord, I just thank you. I just praise you. I glorify you. How many knows when I go to speak to God, most of the time I go in the woods and I speak with God. Guess what? You know what I've learned to do? The whole time I'm walking out there is just start thanking Him. Just getting ready. I'm just thanking Him. You know, just thanking Him for everything He's doing, everything He's done. Even though I might not have everything that I desire in Him, I'm thanking Him for what He's already fulfilled in my life because it assures me that if God did this, He's going to do the rest. So I'm thanking Him and I'm glorifying Him. And I found out. See, the reason why I'm preaching this message to you today is because I had to, I had to find this out firsthand. Because you see, let me be real with you. I had gotten to the place where I wasn't feeling the presence of God anymore. And I was, it was hard for me to get into His presence and get into the Spirit. And I was asking God, I said, God, what is going on here? And He gave me this. You're lacking the spirit of thanksgiving. All you are dwelling on is what's not right in your life instead of what is right. And you know what? God went even further and He told me, to, he, said that he said, never focus on the negative. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes that is harder <laughs> to do. It's hard because there may be so many things around you that may seem negative and may not seem clicking because you've been praying so hard. You've been crying over this thing. I know where you're at. You've been I mean you just been adding, offering up supplications unto God and it seems like nothing's working. It's very easy to begin to start slipping into that place where you're murmuring and complaining and griping on everything. But God said, "I don't want you." He said, "Never Focus on the negative. No, that's not, that's not your favorite line from your life coach. No, that's just God saying this. Listen, just keep your mind on what I'm doing. Keep your mind on what I said I'm going to do in your life. Don't be moved. Don't, don't be uh, bombarded by what's going on around you because you know that that can't stop me for what I'm going to do in your life. So I want you to focus on me. So I'm going to tell you again. Thankfulness builds up your faith. I just read it to you. How many wants more faith? We all do. Everybody everybody in here wants more faith. Why? Because we know the more faith we have, the more receiving we get. Right? 
Guess what? Let let me ask you a question, and you can tell me the answer. Can you have faith and be unthankful? When you absolutely think about it, you'll come to this conclusion. Man, I really cannot really believe God and at the same time be unthankful. Because guess what? When you're unthankful, I'm about to get really real with you, you've got a little bit of bitterness towards God. No, 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 no. Yeah. You may not recognize it, but you do. So how in the world am I going to operate in a faith that he's the author and finisher of if I've got a little bit of problem and bitterness towards God? It ain't going to happen. So let me say this again. When you're thankful, it builds up your faith. Why? Because you're reminding yourself of all the times that God healed and came through and delivered and set free. And everybody in here, you could tell me story after story after story of all the times that God made a way in your life and done something great in your life. You could tell me one story after the other. And you know what would happen? As you would tell me these stories, your faith would begin to build up. Come on, you know it's true. When you're out at the store or somewhere and you begin to witness to somebody, what happens? Your faith begins to build up. Why? Because you're reminding yourself, as you're telling that person, you're reminding yourself of what God did in the past. And it stirs you up and it gets you motivated. Guess what? That's all Thanksgiving is. It's reminding yourself who God is, what He's doing in your life, what He's already done, and what He's going to do. And as you do that, guess what? That faith is going to come back up out of you. I know. I, listen, I know I'm talking to some people in here this morning that are saying, I used to have faith that would move mountains. Well, guess what? That faith is still there. You just got to build it back up again. It may be a little sickly right now, but if you start feeding it some food and start exercising it, it's going to get big and strong again, and you're going to start moving mountains again. Can we give the Lord some praise in here today? Colossians 3, 15 through 17. It says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Now notice this is not just a persuasion. This is something you've got to let rule in you. You've got to make up your mind. Nothing is stealing my peace. Nothing is going to steal my joy. I'm going to let the peace and the joy of God rule in me to the which also you are called in one body and be you what thankful watch this how many knows what negativity does for you let me tell you what it does it drains you it drains you matter of fact guess what I don't know of anybody that could have an hour conversation of talking about how bad things are or talking about somebody else or this and that and come out of that conversation feeling great. If you do, we're going to lay hands on you this morning in Jesus' name. How do you feel after that? You feel lousy. 
You do. You may even feel dirty. Like you've been rolling around in garbage. You know what? That's what you've been doing. So watch this. Just as negativity will drain you. If you just dwell and dwell and dwell on negativity and how this isn't working, it's going to drain the life right out of you. Let me tell you on the flip side what thankfulness does. Thankfulness will bring life back to you. You're going to find out, guess what? When you have a conversation, now watch this. When you, you, when you have an hour conversation about the things of God to somebody or talking about what God has done, how do you feel afterwards? You feel fantastic. Right? You feel great. You want to know why? Because you just spent an hour being thankful instead of an hour being negative and complaining. That's what you did. See, that's the power of this. This is not just something, oh, yeah, I need to be more thankful. No, you need to be more thankful. We all can be more thankful because you want to know why? Because it is a life giver. When we praise God and we are thanking God, it is restoring unto us life. If you're weary in here this morning, you can walk out of here full of joy all by simply saying, Thank you, Lord. I appreciate you. Let me, let me ask you something. How does it make you feel when somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, let me just tell you, I just want to thank you for what you do. How does that make you feel? Oh, Lord. Hey. Right? That makes you feel great, doesn't it? It makes you feel awesome. But if somebody comes up to you and says, let me tell you something, you are terrible. <laughs> that your whole life source just went, you. Right? Now, if somebody else can do that to you, what do you think you can do on your own life? You ought to wake up every morning, look in the mirror and say, you are a good-looking man of God. You're going to have peace and joy. Yeah, if you're a woman in here, you need to be speaking that. Amen. You are going to have peace and joy today. You are God's called, chosen, anointed. There's no devil that's going to take you down today. You ought to speak life over yourself. Why? Because... When you do that, guess what happens? Life really does come. It comes forth. Be thankful. Turn to your neighbor and say, be thankful. Watch this. When you start having a whole entire attitude of thankfulness in your life, guess what? You'll find out you'll stop spinning. Oh. Isn't that what we wanted today? We wanted to learn how to stop spinning, how to get out, right, and how to stay out. That's how you stay out. Now, let me tell you something. You're feeling good right now because you're in the presence of God, and I've told a few jokes. You're feeling good right now. But tomorrow is Monday. <laughs> yeah, amen. Tomorrow is Monday. How many knows what Monday is? That's that feeling you get on Sunday evening. Amen? Dreading Monday, right? They call that Monday. Anyways, listen. Listen. When you have thankfulness about you, and there's going to be times that the enemy's going to try to pull you in. Oh, you need to start complaining about this. You need to open your mouth. You need to say this. You need... Don't do it. Because I'm telling you, you're going to be cruising and all of a sudden, psh, you're going to be stuck. 
and you're going to be spinning. How did this happen? Oh, I just don't feel, I don't have any peace anymore. I don't have any joy anymore. Well, all you've been talking about is chaos. No wonder you don't have joy, right? It's very tempting. It's very tempting. As you hear me say so many times, somebody pulls out in front of you. It's very tempting to start complaining, right? It's very tempting. Or run them over. Is that what you said, bro? <laughs> Cheryl is what we call in the process. No. <laughs> She's in the process. God's working on her. But be thankful because I'm telling you, now, you may have thought this had nothing to do with the presence of God, but I read it to you. It's got everything to do with it. This is why so many people are finding it so hard to enter into God's presence. It's because we have adopted an attitude, a lifestyle of being complaining and murmuring and griping and being unthankful and just seeing the negative and on everything. And then we want to come in here and just God's presence just fall in our life. It's not going to happen. Psalms 95.2. Heather, come on up if you would. Psalms 95.2. It says, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with what? Psalms. I'm telling you what. This is what I have found out in my own life. You can take it or you can leave it. It's up to you. But in the greatest trials of my life or whatever... When I needed to get a hold of God, when I needed to get in His presence, this was one of the easiest things I could tell you to do to, to do that. Are you ready? Many times I would, before I did any prayer, did anything else, I would bring my Bible and I would open up two Psalms and read two Psalms. I would read them out loud. And I don't have to tell you what Psalms are. Their praise, their thanks unto God. And I found out by just doing that simple thing. Now, you may, you may be looking at me right now and saying, oh, that's just too easy. That's the problem. We try to complicate God. He's not complicated. Amen? Just by doing that simple thing of just reading those two Psalms, it invited me into the presence of God. I mean, it just pulled me into it. Why? Because I was doing the two things that he said to do. Thanksgiving and praise. There were times I didn't even hardly finish one without crying. Just because I could feel the presence of God come on me. Learn to be thankful. You want to know why it's so hard? For many of you maybe to, to get into the praise and worship, I'm just going to be honest with you. You're not thankful. You have forgotten where God brought you from. See, when you forget where God brought you from, you get to the place where you think, nah, I'm good. But you forgot that you could be in a ditch somewhere or you were in a dark place. Or you may have, uh, you forgot that he brought you from a place where you felt like there was no more living. Your life was over. See, when you remind yourself, I'm telling you what, it's not hard to be, to be praising God. When you remember where he brought you from. When you remember how you cried out 
and He saved you. He delivered you. He healed you. He set you free. Come before His presence with thanksgiving. This is the last thing I'm going to say to you today. Come thankful and see what happens. Come thankful. You say, Brother Robbie, what's the real ticket to start having an attitude of thankfulness? You want me to tell you what? Worship. Because you see, worship is a higher level than praise. Because you see, worship will bless the Lord for absolutely nothing but just because of who He is. Worship is loving on God. Now see, watch this. You know, we love it. Or I should say, we, we enjoy it when people will brag on stuff that we've done, right? We enjoy that. But you know what we love? Is when we don't do anything at all. And people say, hey, I appreciate you. I love you. I'm with you. You see, that makes you feel the greatest. You say, what are you trying to say? Real, real, real quick, and I'm going to let you go. This is what I'm trying to tell you. That, yeah, praise, thanks God for what He's done. But you know what worship does? Worship says, even if I can't pay my bills this month, I still praise you. I still thank you. I still love on you. Even if my body's hurting right now, I know you're going to heal me, but I still love you. I, may, I, I don't see anything clicking. I don't see anything moving. But Lord, I'm still going to bless you. I'm going to trust you. And I'm going to take you at your word. When you do that, ladies and gentlemen, thankfulness is coming running to you. This morning, if you'll stand to your feet.